Welcome back to another episode of the Friday Night Forecast. I'm your host, Travis Blakesley, and today we have Herm. He don't like clam chowder, the Buffalonian. How you doing, Herm? I'm doing pretty good, guys. Thanks. Happy belated Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Now, now, is 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 the white clam chowder better than the red, or is the red better than, or does it all suck? I like the red better than that. I like, like the, the New red? York style, yeah, rather than the what New about? The... <laughs> I don't like anything I'm, I'm about a... New England. Not even the lobster rolls. <laughs> nah, nah. I'll take uh, I'll take lobster tails, but they can come from other places besides. <laughs> very good, very good. And joining us again is Mr. Cody. How you doing, Cody? I'm doing well, but I, I love. <laughs> I tell you what, the only thing I love about New England is the clam chowder and the lobster <laughs> tail and the lobster tail. The white's Cody's the a chowderhead. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for joining uh, joining us. Uh, last week we didn't have an episode because we played on Thursday. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. And for the uninitiated here on the Friday Night Forecast, we dive into the each week's matchup, uh, give you our takes, predictions, and uh, we also get yours. So drop all your comments in the chat. You got any game score predictions, stat predictions, anything like that, don't hesitate to drop it in the, in the comments. And as always, please like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. And if you cannot catch our episode live you can always look it up on any major social media platform or podcast services uh so go ahead and do so all right fellow two years removed but the feeling was was pretty much the same i mean it was a very relaxing game if you ask me uh, a little later than i'd like i like that other slot we got before but you know i will take the eight o'clock uh victory uh, Herm, I'm going to throw it over you to first. Uh, throw it over to you first. Let's talk about Allen's uh, Allen and how he threw his first red zone interception. We got that out of the way, and just overall thoughts on uh, Josh's performance. Well, uh, it was overdue. I mean, um, at some point in time, if you take some chances in the red zone, and, and you know my feelings on our performance in the red zone um, so far this season, so. If you're going to improve the efficiency down there, sometimes you got to take some shots. That one there, um, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't the, the throw itself. I, I mean, I it was a bad decision, but on his part. But uh, uh, overall, I thought he played well. Um, I much much better, obviously, than the week before against the Colts. So that and four days later, I'm glad we didn't have to wait a week to. Uh, yeah. I was saying the same thing. Yeah, after that Colt performance, I mean, that left a bad taste, I'm sure, in all of our mouths. But so that was good to rebound. I don't really care. I mean, the defense, I think New Orleans had 64 yards total offense in the first half. I mean, but the, uh, you know, the the book on us or the criticism had been that we've beaten a bunch of backup quarterbacks and substitutes and things of that nature. And you had Trevor Simeon. So uh josh though going back to him he looked good the offense looked like they were playing pretty well in the second half more so even than in the first half but uh we got to pick it up a little bit because this is our biggest game so far this season coming up that's where i'm at on that yeah cody uh so your thoughts on josh's performance yeah i thought i i I think he had a solid game um 
you know, when it, when it comes to the stats, I know Herman likes to, to get on that. When you go 23 for 28, I believe, for 250, around there, um, you know, you're having a good day, especially with four touchdowns. Um, and I think a couple of those incompletions there were, were just were screen passes that you just threw into the dirt because there was, there was nothing there, which not to jump on, but, man, were we terrible at, at, at screens. I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> people long for them, but man, you see when we try them, they don't go anywhere, which is an incomplete pass, which is pathetic. But um, no, good day. I, I, you know, I think he took a little bit more of what the defense gave him in this game. Um, you know, he hit some running backs, he hit some shorter passes, he got the ball out quicker. And I like that if there was nothing there, he took off and he got down most of the time. Um, there was one time I think he tried going between the tackles there and he got crunched in the second half. That was a little – He got you know, upended that one time. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, that was on the long but, run as but well. But other than that, you're right. I mean, he did – I saw a concerted effort of him not taking the extra three right. yards. he was trying to get – he was trying to get the first and, down. And I do tell you this, you know, we always – or I should say myself, um, you know, the read option, we've been saying for a while, it's – I don't know what the percentage is, but how many times out of ten does he keep the ball himself? I felt like he did, or at least tried to make a, a concerted effort to um, to hand the ball off um, in this game uh, on those those option plays, which which I liked. It kind of makes you know new games coming, you know, make them look for something. So I, I, I like the game. It was a solid game. Um, you got you got him out of there with six minutes to go in, in the fourth quarter. So what can you say? Yeah, I mean. He had a great uh, completion percentage. One of those interceptions, you know, it it looked like he was expecting uh, Stefan Diggs to be somewhere where he wasn't, um, you know, still he can take that one. But, you know, the second one, his arm got hit. Ball goes up in the air. Uh, that uh, Saints defense was pretty opportunistic. And, you know, we still scored, what, 31? I mean, right. it was a solid performance. And, uh, you know, Josh – he continues to look cool under pressure on uh, in prime time, which is great to see. Um, you know, he seemed pretty relaxed, and uh, you know the dome doesn't hurt, and that that no. that narrative certainly is going to be pushed even further, especially since uh, we'll probably see some inclement weather uh, on Monday. So, you know, that's something to keep an eye on about Josh being able to play uh, inside, outside, you know, in the stadium going forward. But let's move on to the running backs. Um, you know, Brita, another another uh, another good game, um, opportune when it called upon. Uh, I'll throw it over to you first, Cody. Do we uh, foresee Brita remaining active? And if so, um, do you also think that Moss is out by de facto uh, going forward? Um, yeah, I think Brita stays up. I, I I can't see how you can take him off at this point. He just brings a speed element that we don't have with the other two. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't hate on Zach Moss. He's a solid player, but there's nothing – nobody's going to be scared of him. I think that if you have Brita in the game and he's on the field, you have to watch those, you know, outside zone plays. Um, he, he just brings an element that we don't have otherwise. Singletary is great, as, as Bailey's, you know, um, Bailey's pointing out for you right now. But – he doesn't bring that element to this game that Brita does it. You, you have to account for it if he's on the field. And I think you've seen a, 
a noticeable difference when he's on the field than when, he, when he's not. So, yes, I absolutely think he should stay up. Now, at what cost? Is that Moss or another player on the back end of the roster? I'm not sure. Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, we're also getting we're getting at least two guys back, maybe right. even three. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely right. going to be some the numbers game. Uh, Herm, your thoughts on Brita? Um, I, you know. I thought he was, uh, um, as in the Colt game, I mean, uh, um, Moss was made inactive. He really hadn't been productive the prior two games. And um, I I like Brita, as, as Cody said, you know, he has the element of speed. They pitch to him on the outside. The defenses have to respect it. Uh, and his quickness, I think, is, it, it, I mean, he hits the hole pretty quickly, much quicker to me than, you know, Moss was supposed to be a, like a little power back when we drafted him or adding a power package, a punch, power punch, you know, in the tandem with Singletary. But Breida is he's faster, very, very quick. And uh, I think he adds another element, even as a receiver, because they got to pay attention to him on his wheel routes and things of that nature, which he caught a touchdown in uh in in the previous games but i i like him being there i think probably um moss is probably going to be made inactive again i think that was his second inactive if i remember correctly last week and if i had to take the pick up the two of them and activating them just based on their performance lately um i'm gonna i'm gonna keep breathing to me you almost have to keep him yeah uh, just based on what he's been doing lately Cody, go ahead. Yeah, I just, you know, the only, you know, New England is a very physical team. Um, the only element to Zach Moss's game that you could see them bringing him up for this one would be that physicality. Um, but, again, it's, it's not that Singletary doesn't bring that. I don't think it's enough to warrant a game day active over – Brita at this point and and right. what he brings to that like me and Harm's point you know that speed element I just don't I think he's more valuable in that role right now than than Zach Moss yeah I'll tell you this uh he's gonna have to prove it in practice there was one pass that was uh thrown to him a little outside um in the Indianapolis game and he just looked completely uninspired it hit his hands he walked back to the huddle and that kind of summed up a lot of his season, in my opinion. And I, I'm a big Zach Moss fan, but he doesn't offer, at least this year, he hasn't really offered anything outside of, you know, good run blocking. And, you know, he's known for that that style of running of, you know, push the pile, get the extra yards. But there was a couple of runs. There was one drive that Singletary had uh, last week where, he was moving guys and he was yeah. getting an extra yeah. four or five yards. Mm -hmm. He got real yeah. close to scoring. Uh, so, you know, like you guys said, with the added dimension that Brita brings, I mean, you see some of those, uh, those outside zones and you see there was, he, they kept running and, and this is a Brian Dable thing. They, they, they seem to find a running play that works and then they use it three, they use it until it doesn't work. And it was that fake toss. You know, they, right. they, they'd fake to right. left and Allen would kind of toss it out. And I think uh, Singletary ran one of those and it did not work. I mean, you could tell the difference of, you know, being able to get to the edge that that Breida right. brings to the table. Right. And, right. and like you guys mentioned, that added 
added bit and, and, you know, again, catching another touchdown pass. He had 29 yards through the air uh, last week. You know, he seems to be playing inspired football. So right. I think you roll with the hot hand. And, you know, I think he, if I remember correctly, even one of the commentators noted that Singletary was running harder, but because you got some competition there for playing time, you know, for uh, being on the field when, because Breed is playing well. Singletary ran, there were two runs, like you said, those are the best ones, some of the best runs I've ever seen him have in terms of he had contact and kept going. He, you know, he hit, I think on the one run, there was about five or six guys that hit him and he kept moving yeah. the pile himself. So so it's nothing like some motivation, huh? To on yeah, that I on mean, that depth chart. <laughs> that's that's McDermott in a nutshell. You know, you 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 not necessarily pit guys against each other, but you're if you don't if you don't produce, you're not playing. And it's that's it's competition. Obvious. Yeah, that's right. It's a competition. You need competition at at positions to 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 get your best eleven on the field. I mean, it is what it is. The nature of the beast, right? Yeah, for sure. Now, now moving on to another tough guy, uh, Mr. Dawson Knox now holds a single season touchdown record with six games to go. You know, and he missed what two games? So, yeah, Yeah. this this uh, narrative on Dawson Knox took quite the turn uh, over the last I don't know eight months, and uh, it's good to see. I mean. He's he's been everything we've wanted in a tight end where you're going to get your five, six, seven targets a game. You're going to get your targets inside the red zone. And he's really been capitalizing on them. Herm, uh, do 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 we see a Pro Bowl type season from Dawson Knox this year? Are we going to continue? Yeah, I think he's, uh, you know, he's been a big part of the offense in the passing game. Um, uh, Like you said, right now, I think he's tied for the lead the league lead in touchdowns for tight ends. And after, as you say, missing two games, Hunter Henry, he's tied with Hunter Henry. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I mean, I'm pleased because even in the Colt game, there was some criticism though. That he dropped a couple balls, which was his, well, you remember that was the yeah. pet peeve of Bill's fans last season is that, uh, he dropped some balls, but then he went to that tight end, uh, tight end you or whatever that thing was the camp they had in the off season. Seems like, he just put a concerted effort in and some concentration on focus. And he's, uh, he, he's made some great <clears throat> catches on top of being, you know, making some athletic moves. He made some athletic catches last year, but he dropped some balls. But this year, he's been much more consistent. And like you say, we got six games to go. So he is a, uh, he's been a potent weapon because teams are, you know, they want to take away digs. You got Sanders over there and Cole Beasley, you know, doing his thing in the slot. But, but, uh, you could tell when when he was out those two games, we really missed him. Uh, and we in didn't the, win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In the <laughs> passing game, so Pro Bowl. I mean, part of that is a popularity contest, but at the same time, if uh, he continues doing what he's doing, it's hard to deny him. So, uh, Cody, what do you think, uh, Mr. Dawson Knox? Three for thirty-two, two touchdowns last week. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, just touching on the Pro Bowl, I think it's it's hard to keep a guy out of the Pro Bowl if you get. If you're getting the, the double digit touchdowns, right? Um, yeah. Watching, going back to the Saints game, a lot of these, and, and we touched on it, he makes these great, or he did at least the last couple of years, these great one handed catches that you see and then run over some guy or stiff arm somebody and then, right. and then, and then just bobble a ball that's a, on an eight yard turnaround. And, and you got, you, it's frustrating, but what we're seeing a lot this year is a lot of these touchdowns, and especially you saw it in the Saints game, really 
I don't remember that. I know he had two, but he had the one that was called back on motion or something. I forget what it was, but a lot yeah, of these aren't even blocked downfield. Right. Yeah, right. Those guys were. That's right. The left part of the line was going for a screen. Um, a lot of them aren't even contested catches. It's like he's walking into the end zone, which makes you think. Like Herm touched on it when you have Diggs and Sanders and a Beasley and Gabe Davis and whoever else you throw out there. Defenses have to pick your poison, right? So I think we're seeing kind of the fruits of having a many-faceted offense here. And he has buckled down on his concentration, right? And he's making the catches that he didn't make, which is pretty much the ones that are right in his face, right? So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I I think that you can get a Pro Bowl season, and it is – a, a popularity type thing, but you can only keep a guy out so much if he's racking up numbers, um, maybe not in the yardage, but as far as a touchdown. So, uh, you know, we can take three, three, four catches for 40 yards and a touchdown every game. That's great. All day, all day, every day. All day, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And to, to touch on your point in the red zone, I think what makes him so effective is, you put a linebacker on him and you run a crossing pattern or you leak him outside or you do a screen and they're not going to get there in time. You put a safety on him or corner. He's just going to, you know, out, out jump you. I mean, we saw plenty of touchdowns from Dawson Knox, uh, you know, pirouetting, you know, up high back of the end zone. So he's definitely a matchup problem. And, uh, you know, the way he takes a bite out of that Turkey, like, man, I I like it. (laughs) And I tell you what he does. He's still he, chewing. Couldn't talk. <laughs> he, he does roll off the block nicely. So, you know, when he's very staying well. in line, it's very smooth, which, I mean, you you saw from when he, when he came in, you know, that he's an athlete and he, he has that athleticism there. It was just a whatever it was, a concentration problem or whatever it was. You well, saw raw. I mean, yeah, he, right, he, right. He didn't. You know, look at the offer. He was with A.J. Brown and uh, some yeah, other big wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three of yeah. them down there. Right. It's well, the yeah, but, team. I mean, you see look, look who he's on a team with now. You know, he's yeah, got true. all the talent in the it's world. It's come to but, fruition, for sure. Right, yeah. right. But And he's he, you're right. He's gaining he's gaining experience every game. And it, it, he's been, it's been awesome for us this year. I, he's been a, a blessing, I guess you could say. I don't know. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the defense. Uh, Cody, I'll kick it right back to you. Uh, the defense bounced back, and uh, particularly in the run game, I think that was a point of emphasis in that short week. Uh, and again, no Alvin Kamara. Um, right. You know, you're you're running with the practice squad type players, but still, I mean, guys got to block, guys got to tackle. Um, I know for me specifically, the the insertion of Tremaine Edmonds was extremely noticeable uh, from the play one. I mean, that first tackle set the tone. Uh, what do you think uh, stuck out to you, particularly in the run game in this defensive performance uh, uh, on Thursday? Well, I think you just kind of nailed it there. Uh, the tackling, right? There, there wasn't a lot of missed tackling, and the linebackers right. played downfield right Milano and Edmonds both it was a point of attack and it, it felt like they played free which was was great to see but you you do have to remember you're not playing an Alvin Kamara or even an Ingram who at this point in his career is is what he is um it's a 
you know, I even had to write it down for my Tony Jones Jr. I couldn't even quite remember. Uh, you know, no, no, no offense to him. I'm sure you know Tony who. Yeah, and, and Ty <laughs> Montgomery, your, yeah. but the, the the dynamicism there isn't what you get with an Alvin Kamara, right? So, yeah, I think the the gap integrity, the tackling was much better, and I think that after we we got destroyed by the Colts, I, I think that was obviously the emphasis, and 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 I thought they did a much much better job at simply tackling, which seems so easy in a game of football, but it apparently is not sometimes. Um, so, yeah, I think it was a big game from every, for every, uh, from everybody um, in that respect as far as just getting to the point of attack and, and, and stopping the play. Yeah, you, you bring up a great point. Linebackers is a very strong uh, position group on our team specifically the two starting ones. Uh, but Herm, why don't you touch on the defensive line? I thought uh, Ed Oliver had one of his best games of his career. And uh, Harrison Phillips, uh, you know, he didn't show up too much on the stat sheet, but he played the run extremely well. Your thoughts on the defense overall and maybe just touch on that defensive line. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you just said it best right there. Ed, uh, Oliver was outstanding, which right there in the middle uh, is the, the cog for stopping the run game especially coming in between the tackles. So uh, Cody hit on it as well. We tackled well. Um, that's, that's, I think, uh, was part of, that was part of the problem in the Colt game because we made contact, but then I think their yards after contact were, uh, Taylor's in particular were phenomenal, which, you know, he, he's been that way with the league, but we didn't tackle that well. So uh, Edmonds coming back, as you, you said at the beginning of this segment, was instrumental because him and Milano, the linebacker play was outstanding, but the line set it up. And I think uh, after the Colt game, the point of emphasis on stopping the run game had to be uh, probably number one defensively in our game plan. But as you guys both have said, too, we were playing um, in their depth chart, maybe the third and fourth running back. I mean, Ingram is what he is at this point, but Kamara's, uh, you know, is a... Uh, a top running back in league, but they weren't there. So, uh, but they still had their line and New Orleans has a pretty good offensive line. And uh, we dominated that at that point of contact, the line of scrimmage, our linebackers were fantastic. And it was good to see. I mean, uh, also, I think we didn't respect their passing game because you had Trevor Simeon quarterbacking. So, uh, you know, there's some things to take away. I, I, uh, and and moving forward into the Patriot game, be with with the run game, and uh, I think that's imperative, uh, you know, as we move into that conversation a little bit later. But all in all, I mean, I was impressed with the defensive performance because you play whoever's on the field, and this is the NFL. And we lost to Jacksonville, who we mm -hmm. thought who we thought was the worst team in the league, but you know, uh, a game they might that, be, yeah, a, a <laughs> game that uh, that. You know the team was supposed, to, and they were wounded, but you know we we uh, we did what we had to do, and I think the defense was uh, extremely impressive. It was one of those games I didn't even worry about them scoring or mounting an offensive. <laughs> I mean, mounting in, uh, any type of offensive momentum. It just it just <clears throat> our defense. I think was they played like they have pretty much all year. There've been some, uh, but they were they were very impressive, 
and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, getting Star back uh, this weekend to that defensive line with Ed Oliver. Addison also played well, I think, in, as well yeah. in the game too. So um, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm trending up for our defensive line. Yeah, you put it you put it nicely there. It, it, I wasn't worried about them scoring. I was more worried about I, I wasn't worried about winning. I was worried about how we are going to win, um, right. especially going into this uh, tough stretch of games. Uh, you needed the defense to really reestablish uh, themselves. They had to be physical. They did that check. You needed the offense to come out and sustain drives. And although they did turn the ball over a few times in the first half, um, I think they they moved the ball well and kind of course corrected as they went on. But before uh, we move on to this week's game, something that can kind of segue us into injuries. Unfortunately, uh, the Bills lose Trey White for the season. I can't tell you how many times I've held my breath when he's on the ground. And I think this was the first time I was saying to myself, yeah, he's going to get up. He always gets up. You know, he's Mm -hmm. always laying, he's laying on the ground in pain. He gets up after commercial break, he comes back on. Uh, But after that replay, you knew, you know, that, that non-contact, knee buckle um the writing was on the wall cody um how do you think this defense copes with the loss of trey white yeah that that one hurt i think we all held our collective breath and it it didn't work out too good we we, we've done uh miraculously well the last couple years with with injuries and uh exactly you know at some point you're gonna get you're gonna get hit unfortunately it was him um for people that that are always looking for more from from the cornerback position, I think I think that we're, we're gonna feel it there. You know, I, he's he's so good because he allows you to do so many different things scheme wise on the defense. You know that not having a lockdown corner doesn't allow you to do, and that's playing maybe you know on one side of the field or or half man half zone and. and and going from there, and we're not going to be able to do that anymore. I mean, that's at least at this point, we don't think that we can do that. Dane Jackson, he's he's done okay. Um, he actually didn't have bad man skills um, in college, but he's, sure. he's 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 played a few, you know, a few games. But you know, we saw him being susceptible to that double move at the end of the Saints game. Luckily, the pass rush was there. Um, so they couldn't hit that. And like Herm said, it's Trevor Simeon. It's not Tom Brady or whomever you want to put in that spot. Um, I think this week you're going to see a little bit of some disguised coverages. I think they'll, they'll move around the safeties. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what they do with Levi and Dane and, and, and seeing what they – do they play one half the field? Do they stay on one side? Um do they mix him and Saran Neal when they're going with two tight ends? I, I think it's it's kind of up in the air. I would say this week and just for this week, um, you you might see a little bit of a heavier package, um, but I, I think that's that's going to be up to what what New England shows, right? I mean, however they want to attack us is however we're going to be able to adapt to it. But Dane Jackson will will slide to that role, but. I think it's going to be a group effort there. Yeah, it's it's something that we've gotten lucky, like you mentioned. Uh, I mean, I can't remember the last time we've had a truly 
um, you know, devastating injury like this. However, the mantra is always next man up. And this is where we're going to see the rubber's going to meet the road where we see if the Bills scheme can outweigh the talent on the field. Um, I think things are definitely going to change. You can't like, like Cody, like you mentioned, you can't do everything that you have been doing. Um, you know, whether it's leaving him out on the Island, whether it's rolling the over the top coverage to help out, uh, guys like, um, Levi Wallace, we're not going to be able to do that. Are we going to be able to drop guys down in the box and blitz safeties or corners as often? You know, that will be remain to be seen and it'll be tough because I think this is the game where we, where we would benefit, you know, putting pressure on Mac Jones, getting that pressure on him is going to be helpful. But then again, are you going to want to leave Dane, Dane Jackson on an Island in bad weather? You know, all, all you, you know, you get the double move, like you mentioned, it's going to be, uh, something that they're going to have to look at. Uh, Herm, your thoughts on how the loss of Trey White is going to affect uh, the scheme overall? Well, I mean, we've had some time to think about it. And I mean, all of us agree when it happened. And even for a couple of days later, you know, it was devastating, depressing, disappointing to us Bills fans. But it is next man up. As Cody said, Dane Jackson, and I watch college football, was a pretty good corner, a cover corner in college. He's a pretty good athlete. Yeah. He's got to step up. He's a professional football player, cornerback. He's on the team backing up Trey. Uh, Trey was our best defensive player, um, in, in, the, in, in my opinion, you know, at his position. But uh, it is going to have to be a group effort. Uh, I believe that. The defense will step up. You're going to have to make adjustments, obviously, but it's no different. As you guys said, we really have been uh, fortunate in terms of not having a devastating injury to our key players, as uh, we've seen around the league. So um, we got stuff like this happens every single week, and we've kind of dodged the bullet. There's no question about it. But um, but then, you know, it's interesting. Levi Wallace actually was having a higher is graded out higher in PFF cornerback performance. Uh, they than Trey they White. don't like Trey White over there. No, I know. I'm saying, I'm but gonna... so I mean that yeah, that yeah. that performance metric, which you know the analytics, you can look at it, but the the eye test and the fact that um, Trey, they you know he makes plays and he doesn't get and a lot also... of intercep- He doesn't get a lot of interceptions because it goes back to they don't throw there, right? You know, I mean they respect him. So um, I think a point you hit that, okay, blitzing, because you have Mac Jones, in my opinion, Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback as a rookie, but you got to look at the teams you're playing for because the Patriot defense has put Mac Jones in a lot of, I mean, he threw for 198 yards, 205. They won, they scored 40, but the defense turned over the ball. Um, so if you put some pressure on him, cause I've also watched some films where he's made some bad throws when you, when you make him move his feet and some pressure, he doesn't throw the, I mean, he doesn't have the biggest arm in the world, no. so he doesn't throw downfield a lot, but you got to put some, so it's imperative that our defensive line put some pressure on. And I think, uh, they got to, you know, everybody has to step up their game. Uh, as Cody said, this gotta be a team effort now. And, and, you know, I've been reading a lot this week where, you know, people talk that uh, because Trey is out and everybody, 
you know, I mean, everybody feels bad, horrible for him. And I, I do, and I know the three of us do as well. And all of Bill's nation um, and the $27 donations to the food bank down there in Louisiana, which uh, the Bill's awesome. Mafia is good for. Yeah, it is awesome. It's fantastic. So I really do think the defense on the whole is going to step up his game and uh, to, to compensate. That's where I'm at with that. Well, nothing this year has said otherwise. I mean, outside of the indie game, we've pretty much been seamless with guys coming in to replace, you know, key players. Milano's been out. Edmund's been out. Star's been out multiple times. Uh, there was a short stretch where Poyer was injured. Hyde was injured. Um, Taron John Johnson was injured. And, you know, again, outside of that indie game, we you couldn't have noticed unless, you know, you're looking at the numbers on the back. But it will be interesting to see. Uh, sticking with the injuries, uh, like we mentioned before, Spencer and Starr are off the COVID list. Uh, John Feliciano is practicing. I just read before we got on that Starr is still dealing with an illness, whether it's COVID-related or not. Um, he's been limited at practice, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, on the Patriots side, I know they put placed Kyle Duggar on the injured reserve uh, for COVID. Mm -hmm. And uh, the good COVID player. reserve, which is big. Yeah, he's a good guy, a good player. A lot of uh, Bills fans actually wanted uh, the Bills to draft him. My and then they also have a ton. Yeah, yes. I, um, they had a lot of they have a lot of banged up players. Um, Obviously, their uh, injured reserve list is quite long with guys like Jamie Collins on there, Raekwon McMillan, uh, Josh Uche, so a bunch of linebackers that are injured. Um, and then a, a ton of uh, limited guys who were playing injured last uh, last week, uh, specifically Christian Barmore, which, you know, if you watched uh, Tennessee run the ball, I mean, there were some big holes. And outside of fumbling the game away, I mean, they, they could have even they, they could have done more. Uh, yeah. Another notable injury, uh, Nick Folk is still battling uh, a knee injury, although he looked pretty good last week. Um, yeah, they signed the kicker. They signed the kicker. Did they? They yeah, did. They signed okay, the kicker. Well, they signed the kicker. Uh, well, I was going to say yesterday, today they actually signed the kicker. Well, then that's uh, uh, that doesn't yeah. bode bode well. No. <laughs> you know, kick, signing a kicker on a Friday. Yeah, exactly. Uh, whether, right? Yeah, the weather report. It's not going to be nice. Um, again, like I mentioned. I don't know when it's going to rain or if it's going to snow or at what time, but it, it's not, it's going to be less than ideal conditions, which I do think favors the Patriots a bit more as their defense has been playing at a high level. And obviously they're committed to the run game. Um, Buffalo currently, uh, Herm, what is, what is the main reason why the bills have struggled to beat quality opponents this year? I think that is really the, 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 uh, the elephant in the room. I mean, we, we beat Kansas city um, who was turning things around, but we have a lot of wins over inferior opponents and uh, you know, not, not too many quality wins. Uh, is this the game where we're able to kind of get over that hump? Well, I, you know, I looked at the, you know, when I looked at the, the lead sheet and then I thought about it, we were really the only two high quality Teams we lost to are the, uh, the the Colts, who are six and five now, or yeah, six and six. So they started out slowly, but they they are. I mean, they're much. They're to me, they're a better team than their record indicates. Yeah, I agree. And then Tennessee, which 
I mean, we could have won that game. The other two losses, we got four losses. The other two losses are, uh, you know, the Steeler game and the uh, Jaguar game, which um, those are losses that um, we shouldn't have if, if we were to look at it like that from an honest perspective, but we lost. So the only two quality teams we've lost to are the Tennessee game, which we put up, is it 31 points, and we're at the two, three-yard line, fourth and one, we lose the game. Uh, the Colt game was, um, to me, an aberration you had, uh, who's star out, Edmonds out, and that defensive thing. We made some, uh, we had some opportunities early in the game, and then um, the, uh, the fumble on the punt, I mean, excuse me, on the kickoff. The, that, that's, what's, that's what sealed the game. Yeah, exactly. You know, we had a chance to get back in. And, right, right, right. Just before halftime, and all of a sudden you're down, uh, what, 24-3 or whatever it was, 17-3, 24-7. Yeah, 24-7, exactly. A lot and, to a little. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't feel we're that far away. I mean, maybe I'm an, op- I'm an optimist where I'm obviously biased, uh, but – I still feel our offense, when our offense is humming, that we can just about outscore anybody in the league. Right now, defensively, uh, we're facing the Patriots defense is getting a lot of props. Oh, you know, they're back to Belichick, Belichick, Belichick. I got to share this with you guys. There's, There's a guy online in this bill things with that sent me a thing, and this is going back to you guys who are young, that said, well, Belichick controlled the ball in the Super Bowl 91 uh, this is his style. And I go, he's the defensive coordinator. He didn't control the ball. I sent this back to him. He goes, well, you know, it was Belichick. I said, the Bills scored 19 points in 19 minutes of possession. Okay. And then he's, he, I said, look it up. He looked it up. He could, oh, well, but he, he, he took it from Parcells. I said, so he didn't control the ball, but they want to give him all this credit. So let's bring him down. And, and so, so I had to give you guys credit for- yeah, 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 well, and he was the defensive and coordinator. Was, yeah, we yeah. scored 19 points in 19 minutes. That's all we had the ball, but I told him to do the math. So, so so, he said, oh, well, Belichick wants to take the most important person out of the game. I said, Thurman Thomas had 135 yards rushing in that game and 20 catchings. He was the best player on the field. He didn't get the MVP because we lost. So anyway, I just said that, you know, I have to debate because um, you guys, I think, let's see, Travis, you were one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Cody, you were young. You were very young, but yeah, uh, was... yeah. <laughs> you were half very a young. <laughs> <laughs> half a dime. Half a dime. Yeah. So, so anyway, dating us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, that's what you, you know. That's my. That's why you got me on here for perspective too, right? So there you go. Uh, there you go. So I'm out here battling Patriot, but this is a Bills fan. That was doing this, and I yeah, told him, that sounds like Stockholm syndrome to me. <laughs> yeah, you want to give the Patriots? I agree. I tell them it's time. You know, we took them down twice last year, and Monday night is an opportunity to gain our respect in the league. And as I said, I truly feel when our offense is humming. You've been watching games with me, Travis. When our offense is humming, we can score on anybody. So yeah, yeah, you that's know. kind of where I was going with it. I mean. Like you said, there wasn't that many opportunities to beat good teams because we just really haven't played yeah. too many. So it's it's I I get that from a national perspective, you know, to, to question the Bills. I mean, that's we're we're every team is quick to be questioned when you haven't beat 
good opponents and you haven't dominated all the inferior opponents. But to your to your point, you can look at this as a positive or a negative way. The Bills haven't played their best game on offense yet. I agree. And uh, I that's kind of scary when you're, you know, we're averaging 30 points a game. You know, we, we had a two, two duds and, uh, you know, there, there's definitely room for improvement. So I, that's kind of where I was going with that. And last, <laughs> well, wait, last Travis, week, what's my mantra? We should have had more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I wanted more. I wanted um, more. And I kind of parallel this to last year after the Arizona game. Um, or, or maybe, no, maybe, maybe it was, I don't know, somewhere around that, that middle, early to mid uh, season where, you know, the Bills had, didn't play their best game. They were looking a little shaky um, <clears throat> and it was more on the defensive side of the ball. But right. when the consensus was the Bills were worried or, or Bills fans and national media were worried when they were going through the tougher portion of their schedule. I mean, they cleaned house at the end of the season. So I think this is that, that fork in the road where, um, you know, for both teams. I mean, this is as as tough of a game it is and as, you know, worried you might be. This is what uh, we signed up for, you know, having yeah. these games against the Patriots where they actually matter. And last year it was a little bit lackluster because none of them mattered. Not, none, none of our divisional games mattered. So, Cody, I'll kick right. it over to you. Uh, you know, how how do you – what's your angle on the, uh, the, the Bills' lack thereof or lack of winning against uh, – Good, good opponents. Right, right. Um, for for me, I would say it's it's been all about physicality. It, it, you know, Herm said we only lost to two good teams, and that's probably true. Um, but if if you just give it to the the Titans and the Colts, um, even with those teams, you know, you're the Titans, Harold Landry ate our lunch, right? You go to the Colts, and and their D line pushes way back. They were all over mm-hmm. us. You go back to, even if you say the Steelers aren't a very good team, which they're probably not, they beat us up up front, right? And yeah, then if you true. go back to teams, uh, the Jaguars, they're not a good team, oh, right? Yep. But here we get after the game, they're saying, oh, look at these guys on the side of uh, on the sideline here. It doesn't even look like they're interested. Our physicality and our demeanor has been called in all year, all year. And I feel like... The Patriots are on the horizon here. Your physicality and your mentality as a team has been called into question now for 10, 11 weeks. You've lost to teams that you should not have lost to, right? Here's a physical team coming in. Now it's time to put up, right? Mm -hmm. This is it. You're playing at home. It's a division game. It's for the division lead. It Everything's on the table in front of you, right? The reason we haven't beaten these teams that we should have is because we didn't step up to the plate and do it, right? We're, right. You ha- it, we, we brought it up many times on here, right? This is a violent game. If, 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 if the guy across from you, lining up across from you, is beating you off the line and getting into the, into the backfield, well, and that happens consistently, you, <laughs> what do you think the outcome is going to be? We beat a Saints team that – you know, on the right side, you didn't have Ramchick, right? Or you didn't have a couple of these guys that are that are good players. There was a play, and I don't I don't remember when in the game it was, but it was a handoff to Singletary to the left side, and the the defensive end on the Saints, and I don't even know who it was, 
went right around Deion Dawkins. I mean, he didn't touch him. Yeah, I and, remember. And and got <laughs> and hit Singletary for a loss. He didn't get a hand on him. And he was it was an it was inside like tackle play. Loss. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you it, it's frustrating. It's frustrating <laughs> to watch because it, it just seems to be happening time and time again. Now, a lot of these teams, the Titans with Landry, the Steelers with T.J. Watt, those guys that had two or three sacks each in those games, right? So we struggle with elite pass rushers for one. Now, here you have a Patriots team coming in with Matt Judon, who's got 11 or 12 sacks, 11 and a half. I don't know what it is. A lot of his and sacks got – he he – Played really well against Josh Allen. I know. I remember that first time in Baltimore. Right. He he got to Josh Allen a lot. Yeah, and the thing with him too, he's a huge, and you know we always say high motor guy. But he's he, for Josh Allen, a guy that scrambles out of the pocket and looks downfield. This is a guy that you got to watch out coming from the blind side. Um, mm-hmm. it, the I, I hope they're watching film here. I hope they're watching film. I know they're watching film, obviously, when it, this is professional football. But <laughs> we, we going forward, you have to buckle down and just play a physical game and, and beat the guy across from you. I think it. I think we've been out muscle. That's why we lost to these other teams. Cody uh, channel, channeled his inner Chan Gailey. It's a tough game for tough people. <laughs> Accurate, though. That was good, Tony. It's true. Yeah. It's I was getting a little yeah. frustrated there. <laughs> no, but, but it's true. The, the good news is we've seen them do the opposite. We've seen them counter it. So, like you right. said, you, you got you got to put up or shut up. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. this is we, – we when you when you allow inferior divisional opponents – to stick around, which we have, I mean, you know, we should easily, you know, maybe two losses, you know, realistically. Right. So, you know, so just to interject one more time. Ahead. So if we go back to quality of opponent and we're only giving them, if we're saying the Steelers are riff and the Jags are raff, right? <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll just say that the Titans and the Steelers are the two good teams. Both those teams also ran uh, – I mean, excuse me, the, the Titans and the um, the Colts, those teams ran all over us, right? right. That's eight, there's, I think there's eight rushing touchdowns in those two games. So, I mean, hello. Yeah. 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 We're, we're ranked 20th in, in the league in rushing touchdowns, and I think prior to that game we were first. We gave up like one rushing touchdown prior to uh, right. that uh, – that ridiculous Colts and we game. hadn't allowed a uh, touchdown in the first quarter, period. Yeah, yeah. I mean, between then, between right. Taylor and, and Henry, I mean, that's eight eight touchdowns on the ground. Yeah. So, so I mean, the you can see the congruency between those two games. Yeah, and it, it looked like uh, business decisions. I mean, I you know. Taylor, Taylor wasn't really running us over. We were just bouncing off of him as far mm. as tackling, you know? It was just like yeah, nobody wanted tackles. to bring him down. Yeah. All right, which brings us to our opponent, um, the New England Patriots. I mean, uh, they've been hot of of uh, of late. They started off two and four, and here they are leading the AFC East. Uh, pains me to say it, but but that's the uh, that's the that's the truth of the matter, and and largely on their defense. I mean, they're they're ranked number one in points against, uh, fourth in yards. They're they're getting turnovers like nobody else's business. Uh, first in interceptions with nineteen. Uh, 
they're playing great. Uh, I was listening to a Patriots uh, podcast, and uh, they're saying the real, the real only, only the real weakness is uh, play action and over the middle. That's kind of where they uh, they uh, are, are a little weak. Like uh, you mentioned before, Cody Judon is having a hell of a year. Uh, J.C. Jackson is playing great, and they're, they're really playing op- op- uh, opportunistic defense. Um, and then going moving on to their run game i mean they obviously with a young quarterback you got to be able to establish the run and establish the line of scrimmage especially when you have a great offensive line the way they do uh herm let me spin it over to you uh the patriots struggle to move the ball against the titans um on the ground for the most part uh do you think they're going to go and make that the focus especially with uh cody's rant about uh the toughness <laughs> aspect well you know they've been they use the running back by committee. Uh, who is it? Stevenson, Bolton, and uh, Damian um, Harris. Harris. I, uh, looking at the last game, I think they were all about thirty-three, thirty-two, and twenty-seven percentage-wise in terms of plays on the field against Tennessee when they didn't run the ball well. I, mean, I know Stevenson's had a game of a hundred yards. They had a total of maybe eighty-nine yards rushing between the three of them. So. They, I feel um, they're not Henry or Jonathan Taylor in terms of their run game. Um, they've run the ball well against some teams, but I feel, as our defense did last week, we can shut that run game down, which I hope is our plan, and make Mac Jones, uh, let's, you know, you, he's been getting all these props, rookie of the year, da-da-da, whatever. Um, the only thing I, we were talking about, Trey White, their number one receiver is, uh, you know, uh, Aguilar or the in- insurance firm Jacoby Myers. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, Born, Born is Born. Uh, yeah, Born's made some catches, but the receivers don't really fear me. Henry, Henry Lee is tied with uh, Knox for touchdowns, but uh, and I know uh, watch some of that, some highlights. Um, Mac Jones missed him. He was open on the in the red zone last week, but because of pressure. That was one thing they were going over it and he got pressured He and he didn't make the throw. So key to us is I think we can shut that run game down, make him make him, make him uh, make throws and put our defensive line, put some pressure on him, which also, you know, uh, feeds right into the fact that, uh, you know, with Dane Jackson, you know, that, that helps him obviously because there was a stat I read this week that we very seldom had any coverage sacks. Okay, where the quarterback had to sit back there and there was nowhere to go, and we got him. How many times have we missed? <laughs> I mean, remember uh, Carson Wentz in the game when who was it? Addison that went over the top of him. <laughs> that was Adam frustrating. And went over the top of him. Right, it was very frustrating. And he almost did that last week. If I mean, if he wasn't going oh, after he sure did. <laughs> Simeon, who has no athletic ability. Right. So, uh, you know, Mac Jones is not the most athletic quarterback of, uh, of the crew either. So that's my take is I believe we can shut down that run game. Um, Stevenson's also, if I remember on the injury report, is he was uh, limited a bit in practice this week. So uh, who's Bolton and Damian Harris are probably going to get the most, um, uh, the most action. So it's actually uh, Brandon Bolden was the one limited. Was he limited? Okay. So, yeah. 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 Uh, th- I mean, the running backs themselves don't scare me, but 
uh, it's as Cody said, you know, it's the physicality of the line. If you put, if the line is open up holes, we see in the league, there's running backs you never heard of that all of a sudden can, can have games of a hundred yards or, or even 90 or, or opportunistically get first downs or, or seven yards, putting them in second and three and things of that nature. So what we need to do is shut them down early and put Mac Jones into third and eights, third and tens, thirds and nines, and make him make, you know, make him make plays. So Cody, speaking of Mac Jones, is he overhyped or is this kid the real deal? Uh, you know, you hear a lot of comparisons against Brady's rookie year, and obviously they're not the same guy, but uh is this a did he come in with a uh a high floor, low ceiling, or uh, you know, what what's the deal on this kid? I, I do think that he's overhyped. Um you know, you know, I, agree. I think <laughs> I, I yeah, I, I think he's playing the role that he's supposed to play there, right? They don't ask him to do that that much, and he's doing what they ask him to do, and he's doing that at a, at a very high level, I guess you could say. But if you watch a Patriot game, and I, I rewatched the, um, the the Titans game, there's nothing. He's not throwing the ball down the field, and when he was, Herman touched on it earlier. He was missing. He was missing. Yep. He was missing these balls. I tell you what, the just to throw a stat out there. The Patriots are eighth in the league in yards after the catch, right? There was a, a play to, I think it was the Bourne. I'm not sure if it was Bourne or not, but it was a simple in-cut. It was like a seven-yard in-cut, and it went for like 45 yards and a touchdown. Right. They, yeah. They're not even dynamic routes, and I don't know if they're just – I wish I could go back and, 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 and watch it even a little bit more and seeing if they're just doing clear-out routes and then hitting these guys. Most of these passes are outside the hashes. It's a lot of play action. A lot of play action. He does. He rolls to his right sometimes, and they hit these short passes outside the hashes for seven, eight yards, and and they do it very well. And Brady did it for years. Um, other than that, you know, he, he's not particularly dynamic in the run game. You know, I think he had one good scramble on that. He will take a sack, and if the sack is coming, he will go down. He 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 lives for another play. He's composed. I give him that. I, I think he's a good rookie, and I don't want to downplay him. But I think he's overhyped in the sense of if you put him, you know, just to take from what Herman said before, if Trevor Lawrence was on the Patriots and he was on the Jaguars, I think Trevor Lawrence would be cutting it up right now. Yeah. And Mac Jones would be – you wouldn't hear a word about him. But he's doing – the Patriot right, the way, uh, Patriot way, right? So, yeah, overhyped. Yeah, I think Charlie Weiss was quoted saying that he had the Patriot way before even be- becoming a Patriot. Um, you know, I guess his mental makeup, you know, take that what you will. But with Nick like Saban, they were saying, yeah, in Alabama, yeah, yeah. But, but you well, know what? You can't sure. just go ahead. No, I'll get, I'll, I'll swing it over to you, but I just want to say you can't discredit the 70% completion percentage as a rookie. Um, I mean, we're, he's, he's 12 games in, so that counts for something. Right. But don't, this is, this is what you got to do. Don't let them get it up on you. Don't let them build a lead and make him beat you. Um, you know, get him off script. Uh, we really, right. they haven't, they, he's been in great situations and, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of that may be due to him and the offense's design, but, uh, let's see, uh, what happens when he gets, you know, a proverbial punch in the face, but uh, Herm, right. just uh, quickly touch on Mac Jones. Well, my my thing, uh, 
my first comments on Mac Jones when they talk about him is I said his two receivers were drafted before him, <laughs> Waddle and 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 and, yeah, uh, yep. and the kid with Philadelphia, because at Alabama you had great running back, you had wide, you know, and you just sat back there and and they were open all the time. So it's a whole different situation. Cody hit it right on the head if you swap quarterbacks with Jacksonville and him, but um, seventy percent. But you're, as Cody said, you're throwing seven, eight. I watched, I watched a lot of tape on him, and uh, but throwing downfield, which is what I want us to make him do. Because if you take away, if our linebackers or, or our safeties, you take away those slant routes, and I mean it is, it's going to be imperative. Dane Jackson is going to have to play well because you're going to be out there, and they're they're probably going to attack him. You know, Levi Wallace takes a lot of criticism on the other side, but Dane is replacing Trey, Trey White. And now what's another interesting stat I read today is since they got, since uh, Gilmore was traded to uh, Carolina or, or however he went down there, the Patriots are seven and one, which was very interesting as if by subtraction. And he's addition also- by subtraction. By subtract, right, addition by subtraction. But the wild part is Gilmore right now is grading out as the top, I think the top three quarterbacks yeah. in the league down there with Carolina. So uh, what's the guy's name that's uh, number two with the Patriots? Uh, J.C. Jackson, maybe? No, uh, Dill or Gill, is it? Uh, Hill. 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 Who, yeah. yeah, who's replaced him. And there, I was reading a thing today where they're giving him a lot of props. and But they play a lot of zone defense. So another thing we're talking about, uh, Josh is going to have to do what him and Mahomes have had to do this season is take what Cody said early on, take what they give you. Okay, and also uh, take what they give you, and you'll bring that defense up. And if you get a chance to strike, you strike. So yeah. uh, sorry, it's it's, it's Jalen Mills. I miss Mills. There. Okay, I knew it was. Yeah. I said Gill. I knew it was an IL. Yeah, Gill Mills. Hill Mill. Gill Hill. <laughs> Same guy that used right, to be so. on the Eagles. There, come over from the Eagles. Uh, Jalen Mills. Sounds Mills? Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So he's, uh, and they were like, oh, he's been the perfect replacement for Gilmore, and that's when, uh, oh yeah, we're seven and one. Since Gilmore left, which to me is kind of like, all right, I, I think I'd rather have Stefan Gilmore than Mills, all things being equal. Yeah, but uh, but you're seven and one. I think right? that's a coincidence. It is a coincidence. But this yeah. is what I mean. This is the Patriot hype that we're getting hype machine. So they just love they love it. They couldn't wait for this uh this hot oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we have our opportunity Monday. So Herm, real quick go. before uh before we move on, uh the the defense, since you're already on it. Are they as vaunted as they've they've uh, been perceived, or are they paper champs? Well, they played well, as you said. Uh, no, I'm not going to say they're paper champs because Junon is formidable. Van Noy's playing well on the other on the other side, so their pass rush uh, has been the defense. Really, to me, has helped Mac Jones because I think uh, I read a statistic how many short fields he's gotten. To, yeah, to hold on with. real quick. I I got your stat here. I think their average uh starting field position is on like the 35. Yeah. Wow. 30, oh yeah. yeah. And inside the 50 yeah, 30, the, been thir- a, the 33, yeah, yeah, 33 and a half yard line. Exactly, right. Right. And that's been because uh, I think they've gotten 20 turnovers in the last 6 games or if uh, statistically something which well, is they're, a, yeah, I mean they're ahead, plus tw- they're they're plus 12 in the last 6 games. So they might have 20, but, you know, with the offset, they're plus 12 yeah, yeah. in the last six games, though. Yeah. Well, he's been, uh, what, nine touchdowns and two interceptions. So he they he hasn't 
and he has two, two he has had two interceptions and one fumble so yeah so he's got three of them but um on that on the differential but yeah uh, um yeah defensively i mean judon as you said with baltimore he gave us problems so um now you're with the patriots and uh you know everybody uh you know belichick he got the defensive genius blah 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 but uh i still sit here and i believe we can score on them and because uh, we you know we we played well like you said the games didn't have the meaning last year but uh now prime time josh has an opportunity to come out here he's taking some heat what because of the seven interceptions over uh, what the last four games i think and and some were bad throws the as you said the red zone one where he got hit last week that's your first one but your arm got hit, but he held the ball too long. Also, in my opinion, uh, I think he held that ball about five seconds. You could have got rid of it or done something. Mm. So you got to eat that one, but defensively, uh, they're not a paper tiger, but um, some of the teams they played with played against because Tennessee was wounded. Um, and, but nobody really talks about that as they talked about New Orleans was wounded when we played them. <laughs> so uh, I believe uh we, they're not a paper tiger, but I believe we can score on them. And um, and I think I've said it many times. I believe when we're humming, we can outscore anybody in the league. I agree with you on that one. Um, all right, we're an hour in. Let's uh let's move along to our yeah. uh, our picks and whatnot. So, Cody, give me your matchup that you are looking forward to watching on Monday night. My favorite matchup here is going to be our linebackers versus Mac Jones. And I'm going to go, obviously we don't run a three, four, but I'm going to bring Russo into that as well. And the reason I say that is in particular, Tremaine Edmonds and Greg Russo are condors on the field. These guys have length and they have size and they have range. Um, Mac Jones, we all know, we, we just discussed it. These balls come out. The ball comes out very quick. And we're not throwing the ball down the field. I just want these guys to get their hands up, right? If, if you're Rousseau, I, I hope they're in meetings right now. And they're, if they're not getting there, put those hands up. Same thing with Edmonds, okay. being able to get on the flat and, and, uh, and get your hands up. I, I, I think the, the opportunities are going to be there for – not only interceptions, but for batted passes, which are going to be huge in this game. So I'm really looking forward to 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 those guys being a big factor in this game. Yeah, and batted passes lead to good things for the defense most of the time. That's right. Um, Herm, what's your matchup you're looking forward to most? Our, uh, our defensive line against their offensive line, and I think this just piggybacks on what Cody said earlier about the physicality. We can't allow them to push us off the ball at the point of it, the point of uh, of contact because um, they're running backs. They're not Jonathan Taylor. They're not Derrick Henry. But if you get holes, um, you can pick up six. <clears throat> excuse me, seven on first down, and we need to stop that. We need to um, um, get some. Uh, tackles behind the line if we can but at the point of contact just oliver played fantastic he had a great game last week star yeah. if he's if he's back and playing well harrison phillips played well addison and as uh, cody just said Rousseau, i think to me can be the wild card because he's been kind of quiet 
But yeah. I think, uh, uh, you know, this is a game where he can shine. And uh, if, if our defensive line can put pass, I mean, if they can put an effective pass rush, Jerry Hughes, as you, you like to say, Travis, he's always around. <laughs> That's one of your things with Jerry Hughes. What do you say? He's always uh, he's always there, but he never gets there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the little the old man with the fishing line. Oh, you're gonna get it. Yeah. You know, the they had today dollar. a stat I read. I think he's got <laughs> like he's got one of the highest pressures in the league. Yeah, it's always, been like that for always. three years. Yeah, <laughs> three, yeah, probably yeah. seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, I know when pressure affects when when it, when it leads to a good play, but there's so many times where his pressure leads to a an escape valve for the quarterback wow. for him to get out there to the edge. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's mine is the uh, offensive, our defensive line against their offensive line. I do. Think yeah. That's what I was going to go. I'm Who's sorry. I'm Cody? sorry. Um, I was going to yeah, say, I go. do think that in this particular game, pressure will go a long way, you know, because Mac Jones isn't the most mobile and he is, but you know, I think if you get him off a spot, he is, susceptible to making bad plays if he's pressured so do they necessarily have to get there i i don't know i i think you just got to make them uncomfortable right yeah you know my my and cody or uh joe joey knows i'm talking about the guy who almost caught the dollar uh but yeah i mean there's (laughs) the pass rush can can be effective in many ways um but you got to stay in your lanes. You got to you got to condense that pocket, um, and that's mm-hmm. why you get, get guys like Greg Russo on the team. Um, but what I was saying is, I was gonna do the same. I was gonna go the same direction as you, Herm. But let me just switch it up for uh, for you know argument's sake. The Bills versus the Bills, and what I mean is, don't turn the ball over. Stop mm-hmm. beating yourself. Don't 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 rack up those penalties. It was nice seeing. The referees keep the flag in their pockets on Thursday. That's one thing we didn't talk about. There were not yeah. many penalties. And just for the sake of the flow of the game, I mean, outside of killing yourself, I mean, how many times on defense have we gone off the field and came right back on the field because of a stupid penalty on third down and fourth right. down? That's right. Just don't beat yourself. I mean, this is, this is a classic team, uh, the Patriots, where – if you allow them to stick around and you beat yourself, they are going to win. They're just that disciplined of a team and they have that discipline of the coach. And they've been like that for the last 25 years. Yeah. So you just can't, you can't beat yourself and expect to win, especially where the odds are against you in regards to the weather, where, um, you know, you're not going to have the opportunity to score 30, 40 points most likely um, because, you know, airing the ball out is probably not going to be a bit, an option as far as going downfield. So you really have to, to play that fundamental game. So for me, uh, the Bills versus the Bills, and that's what it's been all season. Uh, yeah. Cody, we'll swing it back around to you. What is your stat of the game? My stat of the game for this past game or the upcoming game? No, just give me. Oh yeah, you haven't been here for one of these. Just <laughs> what, give me a stat line that you are predicting. Whether you know, just a player with his, you know, oh, oh, just throw it out there. Yeah, um, I think that with Kyle Duggar being out, we can try to utilize the underneath stuff and just to pick up where you left off. The turnovers. I think Josh Allen really needs to be patient in this game. Um, and if he stays patient and takes what they give him, I think Cole Beasley, 
Dawson Knox, some of these guys that I can get the underneath passes, I think can have big days and, and, and that'll lead to good things. Obviously uh, I'm going to go, let's go Cole Beasley for a big day here. Let's go. I'm going to go nine catches for 85 and a, and a TD. That's a, that's a Cole Beasley ass day. If I, uh, yeah, at least so myself, mm-hmm. what you got Herm? Um, well, the weather's supposed to be uh, raining. It's supposed to be in the 50s, so not that cold, especially for Buffalo this time of year. And they had snow last week. And so I'm talking to a lot of people, friends of mine in Buffalo. But I still think if Josh can throw for over 250, if he can have the kind of game he had against New Orleans, as Cody said at the beginning of this, I think he was like 22 for 28, 20, something like that, for about that, for about two about 250 and we can run the ball enough just to keep that pass rush honest uh, for the Patriots. Uh, So if Josh, I think if Josh can throw for 250 and three touchdowns um, and I'm saying three, because I I think we can get in the red zone and we can, we will run in, we will either he will or, or breed or one of our running backs can run in. But if he can get, uh, if he can throw for over two fifty, and three or more touchdowns, that's my stat. Solid, solid. I think that that's doable regardless of the weather. Yeah, uh, I agree. my stat of the game, my stat of the game also involves Josh Allen, and that's him taking zero sacks. I think uh, there's going to be a big focus on eliminating those negative plays, like I mentioned yeah. earlier. Regardless of the the penalties or the turnovers, sacks are also a drive killer. Last year, we saw many drives become resurrected by Josh Allen um, on third and long or what have you. We haven't seen that very often this year. We've seen negative plays and drives. And uh, more often than not, those are the games that we uh, are either struggling in or losing. So I think it's going to be a, a concerted effort for Josh Allen his internal clock. Uh, I mean, you're getting at least one offensive lineman back, hopefully two. Um, I think it'll be a big game. I mean, they get that extra three days to uh, to really scout those guys on uh, defense. So, yeah, that's my stat of the game. Um, Herm, I'll, I'll uh, turn it back to you. Give me a key to victory on offense. For the Bills? For the Bills. Um, well, no turnovers or minimal amount of turnovers. Uh, if we don't turn the ball over, I think we'll win the game. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna dovetail right there because mine was build an early early lead and don't turn the ball over. Um, okay. The Tennessee game was exactly what you don't want to do right. to uh, play against the Patriots. Don't don't come out and get scored on the first drive and then cough the ball up. And then, you know, as you're making your comeback, cough the ball up again on a, you know, 30, 40 yard run. Um, so I'm right there with you, Cody. What is uh, your key to victory on offense? Yeah, I think it's, it's stopping the run. I think what you guys said, getting an early lead and is going to force them to, to maybe go to the pass. So I think if you stop the run, get them in a bind, get an early lead. Um, it's going to make Mac Jones uncomfortable. That's going to put him in a spot that he hasn't been um, these last six games. So I'm going to say stopping the run is the key to the victory. All right. Well, I was I was doing offense and defense, but I'll I'll take that as your defense. Oh, okay. This one for offense. This um, one for offense. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think it's um, Josh Allen staying patient. 
I think if he stays patient and just uh, stays on track and hits the open guy and and uh, doesn't become sugar rush Josh Allen, um, you know you, you know Belichick is going to try to make him uncomfortable. And um, I think if we keep our composure and play our game, we win this football game. I think we're a better talented football team. And um, if we stay within ourselves, we'll, we'll win. Um, composure. Patience and composure. Herm, give me your uh, key to victory on defense. On defense is uh, putting pressure on Mac Jones. Uh, I think that is, to me, the key. Uh, we talked about uh, is he overrated or? And I'm not going to say he's he's. I mean, he's played really really well for especially for a rookie in the NFL, but. Um, I want to see him play under pressure. And uh, I think we have the uh, the team and we have the defensive line and linebackers or some, uh, you know, when we do, when Frazier and McDermott do decide to uh, blitz him, let's see what happens. Put some pressure on him. I'm going to see him under pressure. See how he plays under pressure as a rookie. I'm right there with you. You got to make Mac Jones beat you, which means you're going to have to stop the run. And you're going to have to build that early lead. I know a lot of mm-hmm. these things are just sound a little repetitive, but I think yeah. the, the the pathway for the Bills victory is clear yeah. and it's definitely achieve, achievable, which uh, brings us to how it's going to play out. Cody, give me your score prediction. Buffalo wins 27-21. Mm. Um, <laughs> 28 We're there, Cody. <laughs> 28-20, Buffalo. 24-17 Bills. Okay. So we got uh, seven point, eight point game. Right <laughs> so there's there. no pessimism Ooh, here. One score game. <laughs> nah, there's no pessimism here. Oh, That's are, right, we right. Really, are, we, are we really Bills fans then? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe we're going to win this game. Me too. So, it's one you, yeah. yeah. you got to win. Yeah. You got to win. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, you know, that, that almost brings us to the close. But before we get out of here, we got to do everyone's favorite segment. Let's get that cool, cool little graphic going. All right, boys. Uh, we're starting on Monday for our five day forecast. Herm, more than two total turnovers combined. Uh, clear. Combined both teams, right? Yes. Clear. Uh, Cody? More than no, I'm so, gonna go with a push too. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> two or more. That's right. Wait, no, two or no. I listen. Listen. I, I, <laughs> I, I worded it clearly. More than no, no. I'm going with the push. So that's three. No. Oh, oh right. no, I can't go back. All right, I'm cloudy, going. All right, cloudy, I'm staying clear. Okay, all right, all right. You're staying clear. The push, um, you can't get the push. But I'm cloudy. I'm cloudy. I said two. I'm cloudy. <laughs> You're cloudy. I said, yeah, yeah. I'm cl- all right, all right. Uh, more than two. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go clear with the uh, Herm. Wet football. Two of the best teams regarding turnovers. And the Patriots are gonna have three. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, that would all be. Right. I'd gladly be. All right, Herm. You're gonna be running that one, Cody. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> Bills have more rushing yards than the Patriots, Herm. Cloudy. Cody? Cloudy. Cloudy. 
Uh, yeah, I'll go cloudy. Not, not, I'm not quite there yet. Not quite yeah. there yet. We need yeah. to see. Uh, we want to, but a run game. A is, little bit more uh, production. I'd love to see. Is. I'd love to see the stats for like all our games in the past and see if we've outrushed anybody. <laughs> The crazy uh, thing is, the last time I checked, we were eighth in the league. I mean, yeah, with Josh Allen, I guess. Bizarre. Yeah, well, listen, we were eighth I, in the league in that. rushing. Yeah, I think like three three weeks ago. Oh man, really? I tell you what, I I did go back. <laughs> He's so shocked. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I did go back to our losses, and our losses, we definitely didn't in any of those. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. I mean, you're getting yeah. blown out one, and then I think we yeah. completely abandoned the run and against Jacksonville. Two games Moss played, right? He didn't have over 20 yards in either game himself. Yeah, we're 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 11th currently. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't That's know possible. how, but well, we know how. <laughs> it's some horrible well, rushing yeah, gotcha. in the league, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Herm. Combined uh, over 40 combined points scored. There. Gotta be for 28 20. Yeah. 33, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What'd you say? 27 21. So you're you're clear, Cody. Yeah, yeah. I can't have 28 20, something like that. Yeah, you, yeah, you can't uh, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twice 27 20, I think. Yeah, and I'm I'm at 41 too. So yeah. Gotta go clear. Um, Herm, we see at least one trick play. Uh McDaniels does them a lot. Uh, Brian Dable usually has not too much this year, but you think we're gonna get a trick play in? Clear either team, clear. clear. Cody, what do you think? Yeah, clear. You're gonna see another Buffalo special of some sort. The, yeah. the, Buff, the Buffy special. Yeah, I would like to see see something we haven't seen. Um, maybe a uh, uh, yeah. You know, you know what I'm thinking. I'm gonna. I'm going to go out on a limb and say uh, we see a handoff flea flicker. We haven't seen a flea flicker, right? Well, I don't yeah, know. Is, is, pay, anybody, is, pay, is anybody going to buy the have, handoff? I know in one of their games where they ran the running back up and he threw it back to Mac Jones. And yeah. They, yeah, I, yeah. I see. I see. I see the Bills doing it. Um, but uh, who was it? Uh, their one of their wide receivers, Myers, has thrown the ball twice. Right. That's right. Um, so yeah, I definitely think we'll see one. Um, and uh, f- for the Friday, uh, Bill Belichick slams something. Slams something. Could be could be a phone. It could be a tablet. Oh, could I get be a helmet. <laughs> Cloudy. Could be a. T- it could be a fan through a table. You never know. <laughs> yeah, and t- if it goes to a tailgate before the game, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going cloudy. Cody, <laughs> I'm trying to think what he th- what did, what did he do last last year? Was it the a phone? Remember, it was the phone. He I threw the tablet him. and the phone. <laughs> he slammed the phone. Slammed I mean, that's that's uh, I don't know how often that happens. I'll go cloudy there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's followed up by a long conversation with Sean McDermott at the 50 yard line, which was another surprising one. Uh, yeah, I'll just to be the contrarian. I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, you know, he throws. He throws a flag. He slams that red challenge oh, flag down on the ground. That's kinda, that's cheeky. Uh, I know, right, Cody? Come on, man. Really? The flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, Joey, just, Joey, I, I, Joey remembers I, that too, right? I just thought of that on the fly. I, I, I swear. Yeah. I hope he tears um, his broken uh, cuff when he does it. The, yeah, right. <laughs> no, yeah, I bring yeah, it. Great. 
The wife yeah, like I'm with you, Cody. And they see him like that the next game with the, the sweatshirt, hoodie sweatshirt on with a uh, a sling. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got money. Go get a real sweatshirt, guy. Uh, you think they'd at least like wait, sure? Wait, how about this? Yeah. Wait, great show. Oh, well, we got a commentary down there. Who's that from? <laughs> there you go. I don't know. She's got a weird last name. <laughs> yeah. You know, wait, Cody. You know who that is? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> it's my sister. <laughs> yeah, that's wifey. I like that. Hi, friend. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, that 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 just about does it. Uh, Cody, thank you for uh, stepping in, and uh, we're gonna ride with you the remainder of the season. Um, we'll get your mic set up and that uh, laptop <laughs> figured out. But uh, okay, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure the uh, the viewers and the listeners appreciate your insight, Herm. Yeah. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Um, but uh, any closing thoughts? What do you what do you what do you got before we go, Herm? Wait, here, you guys. This is personal to both of you guys. Let me give you some closing thoughts. Now, you guys uh, realize that Carmel Carmel High tomorrow at three o'clock plays yeah. for the state football championship. But wait, <laughs> you play a school from Buffalo. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, do you? Oh, you you're, play, you're, you, play, you play man. Bennett High School who my last roommate I shared an apartment with before I came to New York is in Bennett High School's all Sports Hall of Fame. And uh, he's going to the game. You're in the Carrier Dome, so you're in Bill's country. Yep, right. So uh, Carmel High is playing Listen, for the state never, championship the against first a Buffalo, time. first time against a Buffalo team, a Buffalo school. And my high school in 2015 was the first Buffalo public school to win the state championship, South Park wow. High before the cartoon. We beat Lords out of Poughkeepsie. <laughs> and uh, so I've had a few people here in Carmel that knew about it. They go, Herm, you rolling with Carmel or the, the Buffalonians? <laughs> so. What's your answer? <laughs> <laughs> Don't skate by. Come on, man, I'm an alum. I, I know I got two Carmel, you and Cody are Carmel alums, you're Rams. Yep. I, I told him, I said, uh, it's hard. I may have to switch because of you guys, but I'm a Buffalonian, and I know a uh, bunch of, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. They're, win. they're playing Bennett High School, and I know a lot of Bennett High people are. No, it's really not your high school, my... though. I mean, it's not my high school. Come on, you you're a resident of Carmel, aren't you? <laughs> That's what they yeah. told me. I'm a resident of Carmel. Listen, Listen. You're, what's that thing in your your living room called? What's that that little TV thing? Yeah, where my living room. That, Above your above your TV. Oh, oh, the uh, Nielsen rating. You represent Carmel. You yeah, Cody. Well, yeah, yeah, Cody. Uh, yeah, Deb and I have the we're the Nielsen's rating household for Carmel. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but well, it's the T. That's how they do the TV ratings. So they oh, okay. pick a household. Oh. So he's been in my house. So whenever somebody comes in or whatever I'm watching, they see what you're on, and that's how they get ratings for when you see a, a X amount of ratings. Somebody who's watching games or tv shows so right. yeah so travis has been here and seen the thing and if you came in i have to add a mail and blah blah blah, blah. Right, so that's right. how they do well, that's so good though, the because you, if you keep adding uh you keep watching bill's stuff maybe we'll get you'll get more bill stuff down in the downstate area i don't know <laughs> so- hey, hey friend you're you're the only one in carmel that has that thing on your tv <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, anyway, yeah, Bennett High School against uh, Carmel High at 3 p.m. tomorrow. And I know the coach, too, for Carmel High. He's a good guy, Kaya. 
So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. He, listen, he taught me more about life than football. Was, oh, so you know. Me. All right, so oh, so oh yeah. Me and Coach we, K, me and Coach K go yeah, way back. Been going back for a long. You time. too, Cody. I think yeah. Yeah, you too, Cody. Right? He was there when you were there too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so Carmel yeah, High, three p.m. And, and and get this, Todd Todd K is from Buffalo. From Batavia, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that this week. Yeah, it's from Batavia because I've been, I've talked to him um, and met him, and then, and I must have had Bill gear on it sometime, but he never said he was a Bills. And Batavia is no, you know, yeah, right? he didn't. I know yeah. that was we'd always talk about it. I'm like, and he never met. I'm like, yeah, I'm the yeah. only, I feel like I'm the only Bills fan here. But yeah, no, I got to. He see, told me I the gotta... stories where. Where the snow was higher than the door. Oh yeah, right? he's from Batavia. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh. So when I I've just found that out this week, I was like, oh okay, because they said he's playing in Buffalo school. So yeah, there yeah. you go, guys. The Rams against the Bennett Tigers. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> it's a oh, win-win hey, for for Herm. Yeah. Oh, go huh? Rams. Go. Good luck to Carmel. Good luck. To yeah, Carmel, go Rams. Sure. They're in the wait in the Carrier Dome. The so they're in the dome, dome yeah. too. So you don't have to worry about weather. <laughs> Cody, closing thoughts. We're so off topic now. I don't even know what the heck I'm. That was I'm football. The- <laughs> that was football. <laughs> Surprise! People are still going watching. Back, going back to the Patriots. Oh, you know what? I mean, I, I, Herm, you brought it up in the beginning of the show. Just listen to every Bills podcast and every show, and going back to one Bills live. It's Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. I'm tired of it already. Um, yeah. Go out and show them you're the better team. That's it. Yes, <laughs> Joey Hat says that'll be the second best game of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Joey. <laughs> Dovetailing off of Cody, I mean, I not only is this the most important game for both teams, this might be the biggest game of the season in the NFL. Uh, you know, regarding seeding standings. I mean, because they jumped up to number two, uh, and uh, it's got a lot. You know, with with them beating the Titans and then yeah. if we're able to, to beat them twice that, you know, we still, there's still a path for us to get that. I agree. Uh, first round by, but you got, you got to get this win. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't first. care how it looks. I'm not yeah. getting picky term. I don't want to hear you talk about, we could have won more, more points. Just get the W. Yeah. And then let's I move on. The, right. I want the W. <laughs> That was at that point in that Jacksonville game. Anyway, yeah, just, yeah, just, I know. I want us to score a touchdown, take the W and get out of there and come back home. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. All right, guys. But, uh, well, thank, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, yeah. It's another great episode of the Friday Night Forecast. And as always, go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs>